Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, I'm now joined by a resident economist, Mark Coleman. Mark, yet another interest rate increase was announced this week by the ECB. That's 2.5% of an increase in just seven months. What potential impact will this have on the Irish economy? And what steps can the government take to minimise it? Well, let me tell you a brief story. I caught a cold in Spain over the summer. I was in a pool that was 20 degrees and I caught a cold. It was 40 degree heat. How did that happen? Simple. If you're going around Spain in 40 degree heat and you get into a pool that is 20 degrees, even though 20 degrees is quite pleasant for us, it's the difference in temperature that sparks the cold. Now, I go winter swimming in the Irish Sea every morning nearly, and the temperature is five degrees in the water, but it's five degrees in the air, so there's no difference. So I don't get a cold. The point I'm making is that the ECB rate now is 2.5%, and I'm old enough to remember when those rates were much, much higher, 17% in the early 80s. But the point is, it's the temperature difference. Because we have acclimatized the Eurozone and the Irish economy to zero interest rates for over a decade. And because these rates are increasing at such a fast rate, I mean, 2.5% in seven months, to put that in context, the last time the European Central Bank, for whom I worked for seven years, by the way, the last time they did that was just after I left the ECB in 2005. They went up two and a quarter percent, but they took two years to do that. That led to the global financial crisis or contributed to it. So the big question is, if that's the case, what impact is a 2.5% increase over seven months going to have? Well, Carl, it's going to be a profound and very deep impact, probably not as much on the property market, but it's going to be profoundly damaging to the domestic economy that you and I were talking about last week, which leaves us with the question, what can the government do about it? Well, the average mortgage payer is now facing bills of an additional 300, 400, 500 a month on a mortgage, and that is on top of fuel price increases, food price increases, and the government can respond. It cut, significantly cut mortgage interest relate, relief, a very ill-advised move in my opinion, but that should have been reversed during the good years of 2014 to 2019. Unfortunately, that extreme left-wing policy is still with us, it's still on the books. And it's why uh, the country and the mortgage holders of Ireland and the taxpayers of Ireland are carrying this massive load of tax on their back, paying taxes for mortgage payments. I mean, you know, there are very few other countries in Europe where you have to pay tax on the income that you need to live in a house. But unfortunately, that's the case here because of high house prices. Now, government can restore some of that mortgage interest relief. It's probably not feasible to do all of it, but it can quickly restore some of it and give immediate relief to the people who are really going to feel the pinch even more now. It might calculate that it's too early to do that because eating bread is soon forgotten. That political saying often encourages politicians to wait until there's a general election when they may feel, well, if we do a tax cut now, nobody will remember it in 18 months' time, whereas if we wait a year for a year and then do it, we might get a bit of a positive bounce in the election to follow. And I understand that logic. I'm not criticising that logic. Politicians have to get elected. It's their job. I respect that. But I think that delay is a highly dangerous tactic on this occasion because, as Michael McGrath has said, and I want to agree with him, we hope 
that the recession that or the downturn, let's call it, that emanates from these rate rises is short and shallow. I want Michael McGrath to be right. But whether he is right or not depends on whether the government uses the instruments at its disposal. And if there isn't a response, the risk that it will be a prolonged and much deeper uh, uh, downturn lasting to and beyond the election is much, much greater. So that's something the government needs to think about. And then I would suggest that Pascal Donoghue, as president of the Eurogroup, doing a fantastic job on that. While he can't intervene directly with the European Central Bank, I do think he can ask questions about the pace, the very fast pace at which these increases are rising. And there is a slight suspicion in my mind, Carl, that the pace of increased resources may be to have something to do, or let's put it like this, a very rapid pace of interest rate rises now is very interesting to compare with the German and French political cycles because Germany and France are expecting uh, presidential and federal elections respectively in the next two to three years. The concentration of interest rate rises that we've seen, which is quite startling, does rather, perhaps coincidentally, parallel with the idea that rates will then be coming down in late 2024 in the run-up to those elections. So this configuration of interest rates we're seeing, I'm not saying it's being done for that purpose, but it does seem very aligned with the French and German electoral cycles. And I'm just putting it out there. But what is clear for the Irish electoral cycle and for the government, this is a disaster because our mortgage exposure is much higher in Ireland than in other countries because of the, the, we have a more Anglo-Saxon housing market, more exposure to variable and tracker mortgages and so on. We have relatively more home ownership in spite of the housing crisis. So these rate rises, the one country where these rate rises are going to have a profoundly difficult impact is Ireland. And the one country whose electoral cycle needs this like a hole in the head is Ireland. It's a problem for the government, Carl. It's a big one. All I would say is I do not envy the government today. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Mark Coleman, a resident economist. And I'd like to thank Mark for sharing his insights again with us this morning. And of course, with the time lag, it could easily be the end of the year before we see the real impact that these interest rate hikes will have. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.